shift. I am having a hell of a week, man. It's it's something else. And that's really saying something because I started this podcast in November of 2020 and I've managed to have good streaks up until the last month really, but um this last week really uh took the cake as Jesus took the wheel as I'm naming this spontaneously recorded update. So I had a plan for what this episode was going to be this week. We were going to be resuming Sister Mary Hot Takes and I, uh, Blake and I, talking about uh, so many things. Like, I, I mean, I just, my brain just fractured thinking about recording the episode because it, uh, it, was, it was a lot. It was just a lot of directions to go for just a small amount of time. And the thing with the kind of content that we're working with there is that's what it's, that's what it's like because we began in one place and had to go to many other places because the problem with that kind of content is that's what it does, right? And it's I'm saying a bunch of confusing nothings right now, right? I'm not, though, um, because we're talking about pop culture and specifically predators in pop culture. That's what's been on the agenda for the past couple of weeks. Uh, and I, um, I, I, I would say that I... Um, I didn't exactly put it on the agenda. Uh, I didn't exactly want it on the agenda, but it was time for it to be on the agenda, and so it came. And so, it, it, I mean, the the thing with the the pop culture predators narratives, um, it's exhausting because eventually, whenever you're walking through that content. You'll find information about things that happened in the past. You'll find information about people who have been, you know, getting away with some fuckery for a long time and then got called to task in some way or they're dead now or something. But inevitably what you end up running into is people who are active and thriving in their careers. And this particular topic that we've been on primarily revolving around Dan Schneider, Nickelodeon and the Creep Club and Dan Schneider is someone who arguably I, I people I've had multiple people say to me, well, at least Dan Schneider's career is dead now. I would argue that that man's career can never be killed. It is immortal. It is immortal, his career, because he did not lose his career. He received a very fine severance. He received a, a ton of money and he made a ton of money in the interim of doling out horrific experiences to actors and getting a single consequence whatsoever. And that's not even to mention the mass fetish programming that he installed in children, including myself and many of my peers. So it's it's been interesting and odd to experience hearing people sort of talk about him as though his career fell apart in some fashion. It's, it seems as though he planned this landing. Anyway, that's what we've been talking about for the last couple of episodes, the last couple of weeks. What we will be getting into, which dives into intersecting and interwoven pop culture predatory programs that targeted people in different ways. Right. And so the thing I think that I think that there's a major misunderstanding that needs 
to be considered constantly about what propaganda is and what it is not. I, I got into an odd, uh, what do I want to call this? You know, in my mind, I'm envisioning like a cartoon where I have my hand extended out in front of me, palming the forehead of a windmilling young buck who just thinks he knows what's going on. And that's cool. That's fine um, that we're doing that. Uh, it's it's so peripheral to me. Um, but essentially what happened was I uh, I came across a thread where a young man was commenting about how, uh, well, at least Biden works a hundred hour week and blah, 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 blah. And that's whatever he also said. It doesn't matter because his whole point that he kept looping back to was Biden works hundred hour weeks. I barely work a hundred hours a week and I work a lot. None of my work hours entail me princess waving at anyone, having my makeup done by another person, uh, or I, I actually don't get paid to put on makeup at all, I'll tell you. So anyway, uh, this, this, this young, uh, spunky little brat, um, he, he wanted people to like prove to him that what he was saying was false if they were going to say that it was false, but he, uh, I mean, he never attempted to to cite any sources for his information. Um, yeah, he never attempted to really make sense of anything. So I, I basically, I stepped in uh, to the thread and I said to him, um, you know, nobody gives a shit about your regurgitated propaganda, sweetheart, you know, essentially. So his response to me was, it's not propaganda if it's fact. It's not propaganda if it's fact. It's not propaganda if it's fact. And I, that just to me is the most bizarre take on what propaganda might be at any point in time. Because the problem with propaganda is it's always coming for you. And if you think it's going to show up in the form of what you know to be a clear lie, you are constantly being barraged with propaganda. I promise. That's how that works. Because uh, propaganda is not, uh, it's not mutually exclusive from fact. In, in fact, m much propaganda, much of the most effective propaganda is simultaneously fact and other things. It's fact and feelings, fact and fallacy, uh, fact and fact sometimes con conflicting facts or, or confounding facts. Um, and, and so t I, I, do, I don't care to educate people in threads on Instagram. That's not why I'm there. I mostly you're going to find me trolling and, and punking people that are talking out of their ass. And I expect to get the same for the most part. It's a pretty rare instance where somebody kindly hands me some information in a thread on Instagram. Now, um, this, this kid, I started to notice, uh, with his, with his punchiness that I noticed at one point his, his picture, his little profile picture, um, it was kind of like a silhouetted, image, uh, a, a photograph. And 
I, I was squinting at it and I'm looking and I'm like, is that, what is that bad kid's name from Toy Story? The one that'd be hacking all the toys and putting different parts on different toys and doing terrorizing his sister and shit. What is that kid's name? That's the haircut. That's all I could see in the picture. And I was like, click. Is this a child? Am I, am I talking to a child? Is that why this kid is, is so out of his element? And um, yes, the answer is yes. He was a child. I clicked on his picture and his, his profile is public and he's a kid. Uh, and so I mentioned that I was like, Oh, you're a kid, man. Like that's, this is fine. You're fine, but you're wrong, but you're fine. Um, and I was going to leave it at that. Uh, at, at which point he decided to tell me that, uh, he is not as young as I think he is in a bunch of different ways. Uh, at one point he used the phraseology of, uh, I've had more years and, and lived experience than you'll ever know, or like something Something like that. He was really, he was swinging at the wind, man. I'm telling you. It was the whole time he was swinging at the wind. And insisting that Biden works 100 hours a week. And and, and frankly, just um, being an outright aggravation. Like, just a just a pain in the fucking ass, this kid. Uh, and and um, one of his points was... Uh, that when he when he decided to contextualize his chronology, uh, his age, he he's he started by saying that he's been old enough to vote since the twenty eighteen midterms, uh, which is cute. That's cute. Uh, additionally, additionally later he later he informed us that uh, he's twenty two, and that's fine. He can be twenty two. That's okay. And he can be wrong. That's also fine. Um, and he can also be stalking me and he can be commenting on completely unrelated posts of mine, trying to shred me. It's completely okay. All of that's fine. Um, now, because what he, what he did, uh, that all went into the evening. I let it go. I was like, okay, whatever. The next morning I woke up and I had some notifications on Instagram. I was like, oh, who, who is it that's that's pingity ping pinging me over here. Who, who can it be now? And I, I open up my notifications and this child has, has sent comments to me on posts of mine now, because this all happened on somebody else's post, on somebody else's page. Uh, and he was, he was getting dragged by a few people, but not really effectively. I decided to come in and, and, take, and occupy his attention. So I wake up in the morning and I had it. I had his attention. He was sending me messages about, um, let's see, the first one was on me dancing and singing in the morning some days ago to Irene Cara's fame. And his comment was something to the effect of, uh, look who's acting like a kid now or something like that or like it's you acting like a kid or like something like that you know something I was like oh sweetie like just baby what pumpkin when I clicked on his profile his pictures he's got the he's like like cheek pinchably young man like he's like really and the buzz cut like he really looked like he could have been 12 and I'm not I don't doubt that he's 22 he tried to say that picture is old and I'm like, it doesn't even, you can't even really see his face. It's the haircut, but he's still got the same fucking haircut in his latest pictures. Um, it's the haircut that is, it's Sid, isn't it? Is it Sid from Toy Story? Is that the kid's fucking name? I haven't looked it up because I don't give a shit about any of this. I'm not going to go, I'm not even going to look up 
the Toy Story kid's name for this. I'm not doing any of it. Um, now, the other post he came on to is me sitting with my guitar, uh, playing some music a little bit, but mostly yapping at people. And his comment was, what the fuck is wrong with this motherfucker's voice or something like that? And I was like, wait, (laughs) yeah, yeah, wait, do another, do another kid, do another. Cause I'm over here, I'm looking at my stickers from my performing, like back when I was doing music and 2017, 18, I had, I had a whole act going on up until about 2019 or so late 2018. And, uh, you know, it's just real funny. It's fucking funny. Like, I don't, I, here's the thing. Haterade is an acquired taste, but once you acquire that taste, motherfucker, if you doubt for one minute that I wake up in the morning thirsty for this shit, like who is mad about me today? Who is mad about me today? Who is it? What y'all mad about today? Me? Hey, that's the hope. That's the hope. If you ain't going to love me, hate me. I don't care. Like, that's that's fine. Um, I One thing is confounding to me why he's paying so much attention to me. I know I'm funny. I know I, know I post about controversial things. Uh, I'm either told that I should be shut the fuck up, usually by, you know, Mark Zuckerberg muting me through his little minion, minion mods, um, or, uh, you know, ho- hostile people on the internet, uh, I mean, actually, this kid never really told me to go shut the fuck up. In fact, he actually told me to talk more. He wanted me to debate him. He wanted he wanted other people to debate him, too. In fact, on the posts that he came to on my page, they weren't really about politics, yet somehow he managed to drag the concept of debating in there. And it's almost like, it's like people be like bringing their favorite board game with them everywhere they go. And then they just smack you upside the head with it and tell you that you're playing with them now. That's what it's like dealing with people who think everything is about status politics and that you're supposed to stand or like drag these people. You're supposed to know their names though. Either way, you're supposed to know what they look like and what they do and who they're all about. And, uh, I don't, I don't get it because a lot of people, too, they don't even know, you know, they'll have their favorite here and there's that they give a shit about one way or the other. But like for the most part, the people who are like this are just like this for the president. And I don't understand that. I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I don't get it. The president and then the president's little like posse and anti-posse or whatever. It's weird. So, um Yeah, he seems like he's one of those. And yeah, I just can't. I mean, you know, I don't I never I never mind a good cyber stalker doing their doing their work and trying to figure out how to hit me where it hurts. That's always funny because I'm like, oh, you missed like that's it. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, and often I've actually found um, quite a bit in my life that there will be people that they just. They just do not fuck with me. They think that I am so wrong. And they're like, what are you talking about even? And then one day they're paying so much attention to me because they're averse to what I'm saying. They're like, what the fuck is this motherfucker up to now? You know, kind of shit. They're, they're, they're addicted to the haterade too because they got to produce it by paying attention to me. They pay attention, produce the haterade and try to feed it to me. 
And then they're surprised when I drink it right up. They're shocked. I'm like, I watched you make it. You washed your hands and everything. Give it to me. You know, I don't know. Whatever. So, yeah, this week's been rough on me, uh, but I've had a lot of fun because of because of uh, chumps like your boy there that I just told y'all about. And yeah, on that note, I'm just going to I'm just going to kind of like throw this out there uh, as a little story of a thing that happened. And I'm pretty much going to leave it at that because I'm exhausted and I want to take a nap. And I just want to encourage anybody who can take a nap to also take a nap as soon as physically possible. Um, Yeah, there's like a lot of insomnia going around right now. There's like a lot of. There's like a lot of insomnia going around right now. There's a lot of stress. Everybody's, everybody's a little stressy, but not. I'm not stressed. I'm just stressy. You know, not sleeping enough. And I accidentally, I'll tell you, I, tequila and I have a bit of a history together, but I don't really drink anymore. I wasn't really drinking very much prior to 2020. I had had. I have had my I have had my fair share of benders. I'll put it like that. I've had my fair share of benders um, in concentrated pockets, and I came out of the last one in 2018. Really, yeah. I started I started getting addicted to the gym. I, I did have I did have uh, the occasional libation. Um, and then once in 2020, I got a little bit drunk, but I wasn't really that drunk. I was with somebody that was drunk, though. And then once the pandemic hit, I really didn't drink much. I'd have one or two shots and clean and dance. But, um, yeah, so just due to the nature of the circumstances of my week, I was afforded an opportunity uh, an opportunity to get myself a little fucked up, um, and I was... Uh, I was in a bit of a weird headspace and had a night entirely off and I just, I just ended up, I just ended up drinking way too much straight tequila. It was, it was a bad thing. Uh, it was a real bad thing. And I went to sleep and woke up being informed of what a bad idea it was, uh, and had to, had to deal with some significant consequences, uh, for a couple of hours and, uh, spent all day yesterday pretty much in the earlier part of the day, kind of recovering from that, which actually wasn't, it wasn't a terrible experience recovering from it. I had a bunch of ginger kale apple juice cause I live in a bougie little farm town. So yeah, one of the little local juices at the little local market pretty much put me on my feet. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I kind of reset my brain. I went so hard and woke up not really, not really drunk, but sick from the drunk. And yeah, it just was, it just was a lot. It just was like a lot to do to myself. Um, and I don't want to do it again. (laughs) I don't want to do it again ever. Um, let alone anytime soon. Uh, So anyway, the other thing, too, I'll leave you here. Um, Me and Ryan are starting another podcast. It is called Master of Propaganda. 
and it's actually I'm starting it. Ryan is joining me. Um, it is called Master of Propaganda. It is a pop culture review podcast. Uh, it's going to be very different than Good Morning Mayberry. The episodes are going to be really tight and short. And uh, we are going to have a strict idea of what we are going to be getting through content-wise before we get into every recording session. Good Morning Mayberry is a bit more of an exploratory conversationalist format. But uh, yeah, Master Propaganda, um, we write in an organic fashion. We have a pre-recording session and carve out a script from that and then dive back in to lay it out. So you can look for that to be popping off on my birthday, May 17th. It's coming soon. We have a website up already. It is masterofpropaganda.com. It is a good time. Uh, there's not really anything on it. We got a little countdown clock for you. And you can sign up for the newsletter where we will announce things and have some giveaways. And it's going to be fun. It's fun. Things may change, but at this point, the first episode will be at least including... Um, let's see. Okay. I'm going to drop hints instead of say what the media piece is. This is what I'm going to say. It's a feature length film originally released in 1990, came out two days after my birthday. And I'm going to list off, let's say five cast members. That's a lie. I'm going to list off all Almost all of the cast members. <laughs> all right. Uh, Bobby Brown, Art Garfunkel, Terry Garr, Woody Harrelson, Dan Gilroy, Debbie Harry, Cindy Lauper, David Leisure, Little Richard, Howie Mandel, Cheech Marin, Van Dyke Parks, Shelley Duvall, John Santucci, Gary Shandling, Paul Simon, Gene Stapleton, ZZ Top, and Brian motherfucking Bonzel. Now, this bit of media is one of the most important bits of media in my personal life. Uh, we're going to start where I live, right? And now, I, this is something I put on when I am sick, when I'm having a bad day, if I'm having insomnia and need to go to sleep and and nothing else is working uh this this might um i will i will put it on multiple times a day if i feel like it uh i, I take baths and watch it in the bath sometimes um it makes me so nostalgic and i hadn't watched it for some years i recently rediscovered it because i was like i wonder what was up with this movie, I wonder, like, where, where, what was this trippy thing that I watched when I was young? And I, I remember, I remembered what it was called and I looked it up and it happened to be on YouTube. And I was just like, y'all, this is what, wait, I, uh, I just really, um, I want to encourage people to check out the master propaganda website. We're gonna have some trailers coming out soon, some preview conversations, uh, some free form stuff. There's going to be lots of opportunities to engage with us on that show. We're going to be doing live watches. And uh, sometimes we will have like, you know, we'll be up on Twitter posting about it. 
so yeah, we're, we're working on getting getting certain bits of media licensed so that we can stream them in a uh, MST3K-esque vibe. Uh, that's basically that. It's going to be more than just me and Ryan eventually, but for now, uh, it is going to be us reviewing all kinds of different styles and types of media with a particular approach to finding ways that those bits of media influenced individuals and demographics in ways that seem catalytic towards either profoundly unifying and healing elements of humanity or culture war. That's at least my take. Ryan probably has other things to say about it, but that's where that's where we're coming from. Uh, this title has been something that's been in the works with me for a long time. I was going to write a book series a long time ago. I had the weirdest thing for years where I, I didn't, I have no idea why I was thinking that like I had to create things in a text-based format first before doing anything else. I never got it in my head that I could start a podcast. I never had, uh, I mean, I, I think also maybe I, Maybe I was, th- you know, I'd hear my own voice and I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this motherfucker's voice? You know, and like, I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want my voice to be the first or only thing that people had to identify me with. I don't know why that's been ongoing the case since I was a small kid. I've always had a very, like, not only, not only does my voice sound different to me on recordings, I did not like it when I was a kid. I really didn't like it. There were like all kinds of different things I didn't like about it. Uh, and that's, I mean, I guess I've just forgotten about it now. It's just kind of one of those things where I'm like, I'm just like, well, this is, you know, I have to I have to listen to the things my voice is saying and it doesn't matter what my voice sounds like or something like that. Voice is one of the most fundamental qualities of like expression that we can get to know each other with. Like we just don't there's like three of them, you know, like we have speech, which isn't always going to involve sound and and voice as we would understand it to be on a superficial level. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've throughout my life, um, you know, I guess I've just been blessed to be in situations where I get to see how much communication happens with nonverbal people. You know, that, that includes babies and neurodivergent people, which babies are pretty neurodivergent. I mean, you know, I mean, I just, I've been really having, I've been really having just the the weirdest time trying to figure out how to describe things because it seems like there's, there's just so much conflicting, uh, conflicting definition within English based on what humanity's actual needs and expressions are. I think I'm, I think I'm just really inclined to like reset my approaches in dealing with myself and in dealing with my projects and in dealing with my relationships and sort of take stock on what I've learned over the last year and reanalyze what I, what I'm doing a little bit and see if I can't maybe clean things up a little bit more, make things a little nicer for myself, approach things a little less 
trepidatiously like just become more sure and more focused on what I know to be true and what I see as important in the world because doubting myself all the last year, I almost got this podcast off the ground as soon as the pandemic hit because I was talking to people and I was doing a lot of counseling. I had spent all this time like in isolation in my, in my youth and there was a lot of isolation. There was a lot of, uh, you know, just needs not being met. Um, you know, things like, it's like when everybody started, everybody started panicking about toilet paper and not that I wasn't panicking about toilet paper, but it was this moment where I was like, oh, wow. Like everybody doesn't have what they need, except for, I, I don't know who's hoarding all the toilet paper or maybe they, maybe somebody just took all the toilet paper and put them in, in warehouses or something. Like, I feel like considering how messy all the 2020 went, we would have eventually heard about some shit like that. Like if it was like a, a ploy but I don't really actually know anything anymore. I've had so much like, I, I actually don't think anything because I, I work with, um, I work with a lot of people in public health. Uh, and I recently became informed, like literally a week ago, it's March 28th right now. I became informed that a whole entire human being who's who's got a lot to do with like, safety and compliance with pandemic stuff was completely unaware of anti-masker culture. And I've been finding more and more as I'm exploring with colleagues of mine, because I, I work with people and know people. I know a lot of people in public health and work with people in public health. Um, and they don't know what's going on with the public, they don't know what's going on with the public. Uh, I've been deeply frustrated multiple times throughout the pandemic, specifically in October, because one person overtly told me nobody's going to be having parties for Halloween. Everybody's going to be, she was very optimistic and cheerful sounding. I'll say it was, it was a neoliberal moment nobody's going to be having parties. Everybody's going to be smart. No, 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 no. We've got everybody's on the same page, blah, blah, blah. And that people were planning Halloween stuff, but it was all compliant and going to be fine. And I'm thinking, wait, is she willfully not hearing that I literally said I was invited to parties? And when I asked questions, there was, there was no way I was going based on the answers to my questions about how it was going to be when I got there. Is she willfully refusing to hear that I said I personally know people doing things you are saying aren't happening? You know, like it's like if you're in public health and you're communicating with the public about health, you'd think you'd want the public to get your messaging. But. Uh, they don't seem to care. They don't seem to give a shit. So, I don't know. It alarmed me. It freaked me out. But there's not really anything I can do about it. Because time after time, as I've reached out to communicate about the realities of how the public is behaving, the people I know who work in public health, some that I work with and some that I just am, you know, associates or, or 
quote unquote friends with. I don't know how I feel about the word friend. Uh, again, it's not a very important word to me. There's other words to describe people. But yeah, I think to be my friend, people have to do more than uh, occasionally manage to make time to have incomplete conversations with me that don't manifest much of anything when there's something to be manifest. And often what happens is people will get, they'll get excited in a brief little window that they've made for me and overcommit themselves and then effectively be harmful to me and then get upset that I'm harmed and letting them know. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up because, you know, whatever. Yeah, I appreciate y'all being here. If you want to contribute to Good Morning Mayberry, you can jump on patreon.com slash Mayberry. We're getting a website up that's going to have all of the disembodied voices, like little pictures with everybody. And it's it's going to have that right away. I'm also working on, and if anybody's like a web developer and can do this fast and easy, hit me up on connect at goodmorningmayberry.com. But I'm trying to have it so that when you hover over the little picture of each disembodied voice, it'll pop out with a list of the episodes that they're in and a little tiny bio, right? Maybe a little bio, definitely the list of episodes, the bio. Maybe maybe when you hover over, it like grays their picture out and turns with a bio. And when you click, it busts out a little side menu with the episodes or something like that. But that's the kind of thing that I'm working on building right now. And I obviously don't know how, but I'll figure it out. I've gotten as far as getting the pictures up and it's all on WordPress. I can tell you that much. I, this is going to be like an actual job if I hire some random stranger off the internet, though. So don't. Th- I know I got haters listening. I did just mention the hater aid. I am not. I, my mama didn't raise no fool except. Uh, that she totally did. I've learned my lessons, though. I'm not giving any information out to strangers. So if this is a serious thing, uh, expect me to do a background check on your ass and all of that. We'll do like video chat interviews and it'll be a real job that you'll be getting hired for. Um, a vol- volunteer job because I don't, I can't pay you for it right this second. That doesn't mean you can't quote me on it, though. Maybe quote me on it and then let me know, and I will pull that money together. That's We can work this out a bunch of different ways. I am a flexible-ass bitch, let me tell you. Anyway, so yeah, go um, go give me money. Go give me fucking money. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And um, I keep getting weird, you know, like I applied with the little host, the podcast host. I was like, we're ready to do your little membership thing we can do so we can have memberships and get paid you know we can have like a like it's supposed to happen it's supposed to be there's like an upgraded version with the podcast where we get money to be making the podcast and they keep ignoring my request so uh and then i'll log back in and it'll be like wait why are they acting like i never asked they said they were going to notify me with an answer and they just ignored me and reset it um thanks libsyn uh Everyone, lives with this episode's been no, we have not been sponsored by Libsyn. We've not been sponsored by anybody yet. Uh, we've been sponsored, but this episode was sponsored by your good old host Shift. And if you would like to help a bitch out, hit the Patreon up. We're also on coffee because Patreon's like they're leaning more towards wanting you to subscribe for an ongoing period. Coffee, you can pop on there and do a small amount one time. You can also sign up on a subscription there, but I wanted to try it out, and so I made both, and I'm kind of liking coffee a little bit more, but 
Patreon's got its own community and I don't really see, they're all social media sites. I'm like, it's so weird how people kind of act like you're supposed to pick one or the other with certain things. Cause it's not like I have like, you know, a GoFundMe and a you caring. And, but it seems like from what I'm checking on the internet, all of those sites seem to be getting bought up by, they're just getting vacuumed into the, I don't know, the five, how many men own the world? Uh, all right. So anyway, we're on coffee, ko-fi.com slash goodmorningmayberry. We're on patreon.com slash goodmorningmayberry. Ryan and I are also working on an animated series, and that is something that's going to be an awful lot of fun. I have no idea how long it's going to take us to get up off the ground, but we're working on getting the first phases of fundraising together for that. Um, and it's really, really fun. Like, I can't tell you, I don't like animated series, like, very often. It's pretty rare. But, like, I'm averse. I do not fuck with Seth MacFarlane. I just don't. I won't. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I won't. I don't understand why people South Park either. I won't and I don't. And I don't get it. Uh, I never I never really understood either one of them, even though I did them for a while. Like there was a, there was a minute where I thought I liked them. Like I was riding the pop culture wave. But uh, yeah, um, the stuff that I like, I, fu- I fucks with Adventure Time. I fucks with We Bear Bears. You know, I'll do me a magic school bus occasionally or whatever. Like Powerpuff Girls is aight. You know what I'm saying? Like there's some stuff I'll fuck with. But uh, yeah, so this this series that we're working on, um, I am not going to announce the name of it yet. What I will say about it is it is a semi-alternative universe tangential to your own and it's anthropomorphic socio-political metaphor tightly wrapped in levity and absurdism with a firm focal point on spiritual development community unity societal unity i unity and uniformity as uniquely distinct concepts is everybody on the same page with that? Unity does not mean uniformity, and unity is not necessarily like permanent as a state with like all the beings associated with the notion of what it means. So, um, yeah, the idea of like kind of checking in for a second and bumping fists doesn't mean that we're gonna like morph into one person and all forever be treated the same way. And like what you know, like there's weird things like politically speaking, like. There's certain people, especially in America, that are so averse. They call themselves conservatives, but that's not what this is. And like, they're like, they're so averse to things that they're like, that's socialism, that's communism, because they assume that the idea of coming together for a second and like checking in to like validate where we're all at and see what maybe could be done with where everybody's at, it, they like can't handle it. They just can't fucking handle it. So then they label it, they call it all these weird things. But really. <laughs> Like coming together, bumping fists for a second, checking in, and then splitting apart to live our own lives again, as one does. Um, you know, we can we can have summits without. You know, I don't know. I at this point, it sounds like. I mean, am I am I mis am I mistaken that there is talk of removing guns from people's homes without a warrant? Is there, 
Am I mistaken about that? Is that I don't I don't know. I saw things on the internet and I haven't had time to look into them, frankly. I'm gonna tell you that right now. But um yeah, you are uh you are free to hit me up and drag me for mentioning something as significant as that without having done any not a drop of research. You can be shift. What were you thinking? Shift. I have listened to you talk about rabbit hole bullshit for the last two, not the last episode, but the two episodes before that. We did rabbit hole after rabbit hole, and you were fact-checking and questioning everything. How could you say such a thing about sweet old President Biden, Shift? Fuck you, Shift. That's what I understand. You send me that message. You send it to me. I will take that message. You're a good old host. I don't give a shit. You can be mad about it. Um, but yeah, it sounds like there's talk of... Uh, unwarranted entry being on the table now. I think I remember a few months ago arguing with a bunch of blue wave bigots about how fascism light is not going to be as cool as they think. But blue wave bigots want the government to go snatch guns. So they're cool with unwarranted entries and the potential collateral damage that that will inevitably afford us. So, yeah, on that note, oh, you know what else, too? I'm going to ask you all for one more thing. Send our links to somebody, like anybody, Like, if you ever think, like, oh, so-and-so should hear this, send it to them. Send it. Because Instagram and Facebook are not kind to us. Social media is not kind to the show. Advertising is difficult or expensive. And um, it doesn't have to be. You can just send us off to people. It could be as easy as that. So send links to your your peoples. Um, And particularly, my favorite episode is the Cancel Culture Club features Nikki Aaliyah's Earth is Ghetto uh, with Larry Lyons. That is my favorite episode to start people off on. But there are lots of good episodes to start people off on. Uh, X Have Over 500 Words for X is a great episode with Audrey Sterling. And then we've got, like, Is White Fragility a Personality Disorder with Beck and Ryan? The very first episode of the show, Yeah, Yeah, Trump Has covid We don't fucking care about Trump having COVID. The whole episode's great because we don't give a shit about him having COVID. Um, But that's a a bit of a time capsule to start people off on. Um, Yeah, people are, if you know someone that's interested in the Dan Schneider Nickelodeon stuff, we're not really unmasking things the way that you'll find on YouTube. We do have links to people that are unmasking lots of things on YouTube. But... uh, we are more doing like a support group kind of talking through what is terrible about all of this, um, why it's a problem and what, what's going to be done about it, I guess. <laughs> I, well, why it's a problem and then what's going to be done about it is I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep making more media. That's, you know, and that's when I'm telling you all hop on the Patreon and stuff is if I could do more of this, on, you know, just on, on the graces of the tools that are supposed to be afforded to people operating in these types of mediums, I surely would be. Um, but yeah, uh, the shadow banning and the inevitable, uh, 
um, zuckery that happens on social media platforms, um, you know, they genuinely have written rules that assert that I am not a community standard. Like everything that I say and do is just not community standards. And they're essentially setting up the framework of like putting people who think and talk like me through like re-education programs of some kind. If we're not, I mean, like if the, if the world that Zuckerberg is trying to create these very, very wealthy people who think they very, very much know better than everybody. I mean, it's real. Like, it's not, it's not like I don't, you know, like there's actual, there's actual financial impact. I've been economically damaged certainly by being shadow banned. Absolutely. In fact, they wouldn't let us sell anything through the Facebook marketplace um, at all. They canceled our store uh, entirely, or they, they blocked our store entirely, I believe, because we had a design that said marginalized centrists. But, like, what? I don't, what are their community standards? And, like, what exactly is the problem with that? Like, I'm marginalized and I'd like to be centered and like it's an assertion that we need to make some some social capital move right like it's not really about like marginalized centrists to death or you know like nobody said anything wrong nobody fucking said anything wrong yet right before Christmas I did all this work to get the store up thinking like hey this cool project and like it's gonna be fine and then we go to put it up and they won't let us sell anything on Facebook. And, and it was depressing. Not only was it like, a, it was wasted work, it was wasted time. It was depressing and it sucked the life out of me to figure out what, it, what alternatives I could use. But since I couldn't, the biggest thing, I don't, we don't have very many followers on Facebook, but we have followers on Instagram. And I have a ton of followers on my private Instagram. So the plan was to get the store up and then push the store all through Instagram. Since we couldn't get on the Facebook marketplace, though, it inherently denied us on the Instagram marketplace, thereby, like, basically restricting us from two malls that, like, literally anybody can go and put their store up into. Like, except us and other people violating community standards, obviously. Community standards. What about that is communicate? What I mean, community, communication, and unity. Like, I don't know what these people think they're talking about. I don't know what, like, who, like, just, I mean, I wish they'd just kill me already. Cause they're kind of acting like I, I'm supposed to be dead or not me or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't, these are, these are people who don't have any scope on, on like what it is that I'm asserting needs to be talked about in the world at all to be telling me that I'm not to community standards and, and keeping me so uh, so restricted from any growth or like genuine connection in a, in a professional format. Like I'm just trying to live my best life here and like help other people get some platform. Like we all just want to grow and heal and thrive. So that's where I'm going to leave it. Y'all are great. Be well. We'd like to thank our patrons on Patreon and everyone who's bought our merchandise. Find the links to all that stuff and our social links on goodmorningmayberry.com. We've got closed captioned episodes on YouTube. Subscribe, listen, and rate us on all the podcast spots. If you're wondering who we are, we is me and my demons. 
And you can join the Legion by following our Tumblr, Twitter, or Instagram, jumping on the Patreon, or just buying one of our shirts and wearing that around, drinking the tears of whoever you like the least uh, out of one of our mugs. And uh, coming back and checking out the next episode. I'm Shift. And always remember to never forget. Problem with propaganda is it's always coming for you. And if you think it's going to show up in the form of what you know to be a clear lie, you are constantly being barraged with propaganda. I promise. That's how that works. Because uh, propaganda is not, uh, it's not mutually exclusive from fact. In, in fact, m- much propaganda, much of the most effective propaganda is simultaneously fact and other things. It's fact and feelings, fact and fallacy, fact and fact sometimes. <laughs>